and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and it's my honor today to have all the way from Slidell, Louisiana, via Shalmet, via South Africa, <laughs> Gustav LaRue. And we're going to talk to you a little bit today about the faithfulness of Yahweh. I'm going to turn it over to Gustav to give him most of the time, and then I will close it after that. But I want you just to engage with the frequency as me and my great friend are sitting side by side, I can feel the arcing of the spirit. So anytime that's happened, it is an avenue for you to step in. It's an avenue for you to step in. So I want you to pay attention to the words that I'm saying and pay attention to the words that Gustav is saying. But I can feel this frequency coming out of us into the heavens. And that's where you need to go into the mountain of the Lord and to begin to draw. What is the well inside of Goosey? What is the well inside of Craig? What's the well that's being produced before you? You know, everyone listens to our podcast and listens to, he's got so many videos, it's ridiculous. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, you can find them on his Patreon. Uh, probably, I don't know, hundreds, thousands of videos that will change your life. But I don't want you to just listen to the words. Even when you listen to me, I have faithful followers around the world in 92 countries. I don't want you just to listen to the world word. I want you to go into the frequency of it, even if you don't understand it. Go into the frequency of it and allow it to touch your spirit and enhance it and draw it into the depths of Yahweh. So as we do that, I'm going to turn it over right now, like I said, to my great friend, Gustav LaRue. Oh, yeah, by the way, I would not call him Goosey if I was you. But how you guys doing? Well, Goosey is my nickname. I'm okay with it. Goosey, Goose, uh, Gustav. But my name in spirit is Banash, a son of fire. And uh, when it comes to the faithfulness of Yahweh, oh, my God, this... This king of kings, this Lord, this majestic, beautiful, phenomenal, glorious entity that we call our God, that we are, that we're in love with, that we give our lives to, that we set who we are uh, in motion to overshadow us. We give this God that we don't know, that we don't really trust because we can't see or touch or feel. And so we have this view of him. We set him in a place in our lives where we have to get to know him. It's not something I can just think of or something I can hope for. I have to spend time with him. I have to, I have to see who he is by his character, by the authenticness that he shows me as he engages with me and as I get to know him. Because when I get to know him, I can trust him. When I see how beautiful and how powerful and how much he loves me and cares for me and who he is and his love for me and his complete devo devotion to me, when I see that, when I see the awe of his beauty and his power and his fire, I trust him. When I trust him, I allow him to, to literally put who he is into me. And I begin to see the shift because now my life changes. I, I have had to trust him for $10. I've had to trust him for $20. I had to trust him for a month's salary. I've had to trust him. I had over the years look at where I'm at in my ministry and say, Lord, I cannot do this without your um, commitment to me. I cannot do this without your faithfulness to constantly providing for my needs because I have to look at the people and hope that they pay or give in a right way, and they don't. So I have to know my father. So some days we go to a meeting and come back with $20. Other times I go to a meeting and come back with $1,000. I have to trust my father when I come back with a dollar or $20 that the next day there's going to be a supply, that there's something going to come 
into their account because this is the love the father has for me but if i don't know him like that i'm not going to believe that he would if i don't believe i cannot receive if i'm not in the place where i trust my father where i know the beauty of his glory where i understand that he will always provide but I have to be in the place where I'm open. I have to be in the position where my, my spirit gate, my soul gate, and my body gate is open enough for all of who I am to receive from the Father. Because if I reject it in any way, fashion, or form because of, of a lack of trust, then the enemy is going to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. And Yahweh cannot come in to give life in abundance because I have put before me something else. So when I stepped out, and I begin to look at the Father and who He is, and I trust Him. Now, I say this because we need to get to the place in our walk with Him where we know that He only has the best in mind, that He doesn't kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't take away from us to, to teach us something. No, He's always there to, to provide. He's always there to increase. I'm a father, and He's a father, so I know what a father does and what a father wants for his children. And so I know he wants me to trust him. And I know that he wants to bless and increase his people. He wants to take us from, from, from a, a, a deeper place to a deeper place. He wants us to submit so that the enemy can, so the enemy can flee. Because once I'm submitted to the Father to his full measure, the enemy is resisting. I'm resisting the enemy and he has to flee. Because I know my Father. I trust my Father. That's how we raise the dead. That's how we cast out demons. That's, that's how we, we, we walk in the spirit realm. That's how I know that when I preach, I preach a truth because I'm set in my Father. I live in Yeshua. The Yod Hei, Shin Vav Hei is my overshadowing glory. It's not out of my own strength. It's not in who I am. Yahweh sets in motion a lifestyle where I trust Him because I know Him, because I've seen Him and I've been with Him and I know how much He loves me. I know how much He cares for me. I know that He has set me in a, in a, in a, in a motion for life, Zoe life, not destruction, not to take from me, but to enhance me and to grow me and to bless me. And of course, He wants us to all walk in that fullness, but He wants us to understand that He is a trust worthy God and I can look at him in the spirit when I step beyond the veil and I go into him all I see is his love for me I see he wants to increase me he takes me into rooms into places into chambers where he shows me what's mine and he's teaching me how to get there it's a slow process but he so desperately wants his people his sons his daughters his body to understand the value that we have in his eyes and how desperately he wants us to be increased, how desperately he wants us to trust him. Because as we begin to trust him, the doors open, the gates open, and he begins to flow and bring things in to benefit us, to propel us, to enhance us, to take us to the next level. It's almost like Yahweh is calling a people to see what it will do for us when we trust him to the full measure that he desires. Because all of a sudden, all things just kind of opens up. And aligns. Now it might not happen immediately, but the idea behind it is that slowly but surely, as I put my trust in Him, all the gates align, all the doorways align, all that which should be in place comes into perfect alignment, and all of a sudden, everything that's mine comes into into play. Exciting, isn't it? Amen. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's kind of weird. We talked about we're going to do a podcast about Yahweh's faithfulness. And uh, as he started speaking, Yahweh started talking to me about trust. And then it actually became the main focus, what he talked about instead of God's faithfulness. But I'm going to tell you something. Um, I believe trust is a catalyst of God's faithfulness. Like God's sovereign move is going to be faithful no matter what, whether you do or don't do. But I do believe that there is a level of trust in Yahweh that causes Yahweh to move on our behalf. 
as we walk in our faith, as we walk in our knowing, as we walk in our, it's kind of like not looking in the natural realm, but we look on the other side of the veil into the supernatural realm and begin to trust what Yahweh has said. Kind of like if going into rest, rest talks about going in and seeing around corners, bringing that which is in the future and bringing in today. So I step into a trust with Yahweh that, you know what, Yahweh, maybe today, like he said, you know, maybe he went and did a revival and I, I, I can tell you ministers after ministers and places have the places where ministers go and spend thousands of dollars to set it up and do it and only a few bucks come in but you don't do it for money it just so happened you have to pay everybody you gotta pay for building you gotta pay for hotel you gotta pay for travel right so on the same hand though but our trust is in your way because then the next day someone will come write that check the next day so i want to see how that adds to your life yeah. because you know what you have to believe god in your own life and you have to believe god that he's going to take whatever looks impossible and use it for his glory. Something Yahweh spoke to me uh, for the last few years. He said this many, many times. He said, son, I'm going to make it where nothing is impossible to you. And so I begin to look into the scripture that says about nothing shall be impossible to you. I'm not living the full revelation of that, but I am decreeing and stepping into it. See, I am beginning to build a thing and build a framework of a thing in the heavenly places that I can go into and step into the place where nothing will be impossible to me. So that which I have need of, I can illuminate out of the heavens into the earth, that I can go grab it into the future and bring the future unto my day, that my trust is actually causing God's faithfulness to be activated in my life. Let me go one more step, okay? Because Yahweh doesn't want us to live by just I trust Yahweh, I have faith in Yahweh and then the sovereign move of God moves now that's how we live most of our spiritual life I still live a big portion of my spiritual life like that, but there comes a point that the action of a son now this is, this is what you have to get into the action of a son will cause a reaction from the father, the action of a son will cause a reaction of creation the action of a son will cause the action and a reaction of the heavens to move on your behalf because as I am beginning to trust in who he is in me as I begin to trust who Yeshua is in me, who I begin to trust who Urak Kadesh is inside of me I then must begin to trust who I am inside of them. See this has to be a symbiotic relationship it cannot be just a sovereign move of God. I trust one day God's going to do it one day Holy Spirit's going to do it, one day this, and I don't mean oh well I just got to go work for a living and do it, and listen you don't work, you don't eat, I get the program but it's not about, oh, I can go get this done in the natural. I'm talking about in the supernatural realm. Yeah. That you can move heaven enough. That's just why the word says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his. Therefore, I stand in him. In him I live. I move. I have my being, right? Therefore, I'm not talking about me being righteous. We're talking about the righteousness I stand in. And then everything, the Bible says, will be added unto you. So once again, this is Sigma Bay with my great friend Gustav. And um, I want to let you know that I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom. Amen.